Welcome back to the Siloam Plus Podcast. My name is Josh Wofford, and across the desk from me is... John Nicholson's here. All right, we're still walking through the Lord's Prayer, and we have talked through most of it. Now we get to my least favorite part uh, about forgiveness. Which is one reason we should pray this often. Yes. Because we need to be reminded. So, yes, most of this, I think we need to be reminded of all of this. Absolutely. Uh, but some of it is more, and uh, can we just be honest, more enjoyable to pray. Like our Father in Heaven. Man, yeah. that's just, that's good. That's comforting. Daily that's bread. Daily I'm, bread. I'm yes, God, provide for my needs. But I have debts. And I also have people who have debts against me that... They need to pay up. That's just yeah, that's just good yeah, to it. That, that I'm concerned about <laughs> yeah. that they need to pay up. Yet, this prayer, it, we're talking about tr- transformative, is working against the grain of my heart yep. to make me want to forgive. Yeah. And my sinful, fleshly heart doesn't always want to do that. Right. And I think that's one reason that order here is really important. It's not accidental. <laughs> right, yeah, we're, we're, I was going to get that because I'm, I'm okay with praying the first part <laughs> and often do so. Forgive me of my debts. Right. Of course, that's not what it says, and we'll get to that in just a second. For, forgive my debts, and then I just want to say, and lead me not into temptation. Right. It's it's funny that I'm tempted to <laughs> skip over and and as we have forgiven our debtors. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, uh, we're talking about tense in the in the in the verbs here. That's a interesting. I think that's aorist tense, yeah. which would we would translate as past tense. Right. Or here is a perfect past. That's well. That's a little too deep for this podcast, but. It's it's tough, John. It's tough. It is absolutely tough. If if there is one conversation I have pastorally more often with people about a spiritual issue in their life, it is this. Mm-hmm. How do I deal with how can I forgive this person? Yeah. Or even sometimes it's how can I forgive myself? How do I deal with what I know I've done wrong? Yeah. And and this is the I think this brokenness in our own lives and then the brokenness that we experience you know, in community, because uh, we, we do experience that either within fam- within families or within neighbors or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we experience that and we and it we know there is something that's amiss. We feel that brokenness. We feel that disconnect between what should be and what actually is. How do we begin to heal that? How do we begin to bridged that breach that's there and uh, boy it is it is hard and you know the the like i said forgiving my debts that that is and i think again this order here is important is realizing that i too am in the wrong mm. mm-hmm. um and then on a more communal level a a, a larger level to forgive us our debts that even we in, in our best iterations as people of faith, we mess it up. Yeah. You know, go read First Corinthians. Um, you know, Paul thanks them, thanks God for the grace that's evident in their life because there wasn't a whole lot more 
fruit showing other than the fact that they had some grace. You know? That's right. Um, but he still is loving them and caring for them and helping them to grow. You know, they had debts. They were not living this thing outright. But that's a great thing, and, I, and I'm so grateful. You know, we experience God's grace and fresh mercy and all those kinds of things. But there comes this other side where, when when I've been wronged, or when we as a community have been wronged, how do we forgive that other? Yeah, that's tough. So I, I'm I'm looking at the forgive us our debts. Again, this is another time when usually when we're on our bedside or laying in bed or in our closet, wherever you pray, you're usually going to pray, God, forgive me of my, my sins, sins today. And I, I don't want to say that's necessarily wrong. No, I, I don't think Jesus would say that's wrong. But here in the Lord's Prayer, he's very intentional to say, forgive us our debts. And so that's kind of going back to the cud analogy, just thinking about chewing on this, understanding, okay, when, when I'm praying and I'm recognizing that I'm a part of a sinful people, <laughs> uh, that going back to your comments about the Corinthians, that are only even able to pray this because of the grace that's given it. to us, uh, that's that hits a little bit differently when you get to the second part. Yeah. Right. Forgive us our debts includes me because, yes, I'm a part of the us and the our there. But it's also remembering that these other people around me, their sin is a sin against God. And they, they have debts to God that have ultimately been paid by Jesus. But that's, again, another sermon. But so when you get to that next phrase, as we also have forgiven our debtors, that's that's something that's already been done. Yeah. We've we've forgiven them, God. So forgive us. Which and, raises the question, have we forgiven? Yeah. And that's that's the the difficult passage in fourteen and fifteen. We'll yeah. just read this out loud here. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And that is one of the most difficult things. And, and there have been a couple of individuals, and one dear lady here just recently passed. This was a point of struggle. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was a very real issue. Uh, she experienced a tragic loss. And how could she put, possibly begin to forgive? And she would quite adamantly say, and this is her, and there's one other individual from a previous church family that I think of that just because of the nature of the wrong that had been done, how do you even begin to even think? I can't even think about mm-hmm. forgiving. No. And pastorally, what do I do with that? You know, and and it held up a really hard mirror for me to look into because mm-hmm. are there things that I'm holding on to against other folks? And if I'm going to ask God to forgive me on the basis of my forgiveness of others, <laughs> it, it makes me it yeah. makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. So 
you know, we were also uh, talking in devotion with the Marion Academy high schoolers. Uh, We're talking about the resurrection life. And yesterday we talked about Colossians 3, where he says, Your life is hidden in Christ, uh, who is in heaven. Set your minds on heavenly things and not on earthly things. Then he goes on to say, uh, and, and put the death, put to death, therefore, all these sins. And then he gets to the next section and says, Put on then compassionate hearts, kindness, meekness. And he says, Forgiving one another as God has forgiven you. In Christ. Yeah, Yeah, in Christ. And so it's just this reminder of the just lavish, scandalous type grace that God has for us sinners. That even while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That I think is repeated. I don't think, but I, I know it's repeated, but I think it's repeated over and over throughout the New Testament to remind us just of how good God is. And, and the Old Testament, too. There, oh, there's oh, yeah, a clear sir. connection there as well. And this yeah. is one of the things, Josh, I think that does come out. And this is that reorientation that happens as we continue to meditate on the Lord's Prayer, the the, the putting our, our, our minds back to where it should be. With this, it it's the question of can I and can we in a community can we trust God's justice yeah and when I'm holding on to unforgiveness when I'm holding on to well you've wronged me so I'm going to hold on to that or when we as a community and there are evidences of that in our society the victim mentality and you know you've got to you know uh, reparation or whatever you know there is this sense no we're going to hold on to this grudge this grief and the hurt is real and it's not to deny that there have been real wrongs. But when we're praying forgive, yeah. we're saying, God, we're going to trust you to deal with that rather than us. Yep. And that's probably a really good thing mm-hmm. because if it's on me to deal with it, um, my my anger is not always righteous. Yeah, yeah. And my justice can get real self-centered. Um, and then in community, we can see the same thing happen that we can get real myopic yep. with how we apply those things. So this is a prayer to our Father. We want your we, we appreciate daily bread. We appreciate you um, forgiving us, but we also need you to help us to forgive some others. Yeah. Because we can trust you. And this is uh, for me it's the most potent part of Sunday mornings. When we're quoting this together as a church and we're saying out loud in front of God and everyone around us, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven those uh, who have sinned against us. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a tough one, John. It is, it is hard. But, yeah, as we continue to chew on this, and uh, I, I pray that those listening will continue chewing on this and continue to see how it uh, works out on a regular basis and how it works out in our church's life. Um, just, you know, I, I pray that God would just plant this in our hearts no and bring uh, to bear fruit. I think probably n- nowhere else in this prayer does the question of is this just empty recitation or is it a transformation I think this is yeah. that arresting moment yeah. where right. I can't just kind of blow by this yeah. 
well, you, you can, but if you're really listening to what you're saying, there's, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pray that on Sunday, John. We'll do so. And I'll maybe we can that, live it on Monday too. Yeah. <laughs> live it every, every other day. So, uh, all right. Well, next uh, we'll talk about temptation. So hope to see you then.